You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. Coming up, we've got uh, a little bit more on the uh, indictment of Donald Trump out of Atlanta by a crooked, left-wing, Soros-supported uh, uh, prosecutor. And it is. It is. It is. And then uh, some news out of Maui that's going to make you go, Maui, wowie. And uh, I just knew that uh, line was something left over from Cheech and Chong in the 80s. So, uh, but anyway, they've got some, uh, some news out of uh, Hawaii that's disturbing uh, at best as they attempted to blame it on climate change. Turns out just, well, either climate change causes uh, criminal negligence or it's just criminal negligence. So that's coming up. That's coming up in a, uh, in a few. Um, the, uh, with regard to this uh, case and, uh, and uh, some co-conspirators being named, including Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis, they were going to throw everything at him this time. And it was kind of odd because even Jake Tapper said that the timing of, uh, of David Weiss uh, uh, being named special counsel was very suspicious. Yeah. He questioned why Hunter Biden case now merits a special counsel when two months ago Weiss was trying to push it across the finish line with a sweetheart deal. It's very suspicious. It's all very, very, very suspicious. All of this is very suspicious. I'll, I'll get into the, uh, the David Weiss and the, uh, the Biden corruption story because I've got some pretty amazing stuff there. This is Abe Hamaday last night on, uh, on Newsmax talking about all of the resources that are being spent uh, to keep Donald Trump from becoming the president. I'm not going to say it's a uh, persecution of Donald Trump. I'm not going to say it is uh, criminal charges against Donald Trump that have any legitimacy. This is only there to prevent Donald Trump from becoming the president. So I'm just going to say that. So the latest, uh, the latest act of attempting to keep Donald Trump from running for president and becoming the president, here is Abe Hamaday talking about all of the resources our federal government is expending while ignoring uh, you know, places like uh, Lahaina, Hawaii. Well, I'm a former prosecutor. I'm just amazed at the amount of state resources that went involved in this indictment. And if you think about how much time has been wasted, not just here in Georgia, but also in New York, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, but yeah. also with Letitia James, who's been trying to get president. Literally uh, stepped across the uh, the sleeping bodies of thousands of illegal immigrants to get to the, to the courthouse to file the charges. Trump. But this isn't just an indictment. Through the clouds of pot smoke in Manhattan. Against President Trump. This is an indictment against the American people. And that is what we're watching is so scary right now. It and that's true. And I've told you that Donald Trump is a candidate this year. He's a movement. And you know as well as I do, and he has said that they're coming after you. He's just in the way. I think that kind of validates it. It almost seems like a Greek tragedy. You know, the trial of Socrates, it appears to be. So this is where I think so many people right now, with all these indictments coming, it seems like Groundhog Day. And it's really, it's really doing a destructive force to the rule of law. Yeah. And that is what's so scary. Because I'm not sure how we're going to survive going past this Rubicon that they've crossed now. Because in the future, if they succeed in trying to get the pressure for Republicans to not nominate President Trump, if they succeed in that, they win. And that's why right now I'm calling for all Republicans to unite behind President Trump against yeah. this witch hunt. Yeah, and I'll tell you, um, the Republicans had better coalesce behind him when he becomes the candidate. And I believe he's going to become the candidate. 
uh, because the, the the left is not on our side at all. If you think that, oh, Donald Trump's a problem and all that, and once we get Donald Trump and then Joe Biden out of the way, you know, then, then we can move on. We can get back to business here in Washington, D.C., say. All you're doing is turning it over to the same people who've been in charge for 50-plus years. So there is that. Um, let's move on to uh, Hawaii in just one second. It, this is a troubling headline, by the way. Retirees set to lose out next year as Social Security payments will go up at a lower fl- rate uh, than inflation. Now, my generation, Generation X, we were the first generation probably 20, 25 years ago to say, oh, yeah, we're not depending on Social Security because it's a joke and it's going to be bankrupt. And guess what? Washington, D.C. has done nothing to shore it up. And that's why you have these measly, uh, pathetic cost of living increases that don't keep up with inflation. Maybe you should look to other places to make your retirement investments. For instance, how about precious metals? How about calling Swiss America? Here's their number. I want you to write this down, okay? Take this down. 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Mention my name, Rob Carson, and you are going to get a special offer, beautiful U.S. silver walking Liberty dollars at the amazingly low price of just $13.50. Cash delivered. Limit 250 per customer while supplies last. Call the number. Get their their pamphlet called uh, The War on Cash. Learn what you can do. Because if you're depending on Social Security, you better start depending on something else. Maybe, maybe yourself and maybe some help from Swiss America. Again, the number 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com. Silver Liberty, uh, Walking Liberty, half dollars, thirteen fifty, Delivered to your door while supplies last. Uh, texting and messaging rates apply, by the way. But I would uh, consider it. I have. I already put some money in precious metals. We're, we got the ball rolling, my wife and I. So uh, this is pretty funny. While, while we're sending millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars around the world for everybody and their mother, while we gave uh, the, the Taliban $85 billion in military hardware, and then, by the way, they've destroyed uh, Afghanistan. It's, it's in a war right now between uh, rival factions. Women can't be educated in the same old crap that they were doing before 9-11. Thank you, Joe Biden. Today's the second anniversary of the uh, unbelievably criminal withdrawal of our troops from there. Um, Biden offers Maui fire survivors a one-time pittance on the same day $200 million was announced for Ukraine. On Monday, Biden announced assistance to the people of Hawaii affected by the tragic Maui fires. One group is getting individual one-time payments of $700. Another group is getting $200 million. Which one's getting the $200 million? Yeah. Ukraine. Here's what Joe Biden said. We are laser-focused on getting aid to survivors, including critical needs assistance, a one-time $700 payment per household offering relief during an unimaginably difficult time. (laughs) They wasted a half a trillion dollars on COVID uh, nonsense. They sent out billions and trillions of dollars, uh, billions of dollars to people, and and it was lost. It was was corruption. It was enriched people. You have no idea. They haven't even begun to scratch the surface. And here they are saying that you, while they gave half a trillion dollars, and that was lost in fraud because of COVID bullcrap, they're going to give the people of Maui a one-time payment of $700. That is, I mean, wow. Talk about making a mess and rubbing your face in it. Isn't that just spectacular? And here's Maisie Hirono talking with Jake Tapper the other day about how it's climate change. Disasters such as this one are only becoming more common because... All of that will come. 
Experts warn that, that extreme disasters such as this one are only becoming more common they're because not. climate change is fueling mm -hmm. stronger storms. No, they're not. Hotter temperatures, no, it's not. more widespread droughts. No. Earlier this week, President Biden incorrectly claimed he had already declared a climate emergency, which would give him additional powers to combat the climate crisis. Given what you're seeing, well, he doesn't need anybody to declare it. He'll just do it. On the ground, do you want President Biden to actually declare a climate emergency? I think that we uh, we very much need to acknowledge that climate change is upon us. There are whole states, by the way, Jake. Where can't even the, use the words climate change because they still have a hit in the sand attitude. But for example, the Inflation Reduction Act provided some $300 billion to combat climate change and, and to uh, move us away from continuing reliance. Well, there goes $300 billion and um, the residents of Maui get $700 one-time payment from FEMA. How much groceries cost for you and your family? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how long do you think that $700 is going to last when you don't have a damned house? Let's go to John in Columbia, Maryland. John, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up, my friend? Hey, man. Yeah, formerly uh, Kansas City, Missouri, uh, born in St. Louis Hospital ages ago. But hey. um main reason I called you, Ran, is uh, just to kind of um, praise and honor your commitment to, in my judgment, uh, speak a little bit more civilly when we're having this political discourse. I, I, you don't know anybody's stronger political beliefs than me. Yes, um, that boy Samuel Adams Toner, Paul Patrick Henry Toner. I'm steeped in this stuff, and I know that it's just so easy to come off smart mouthed and whatnot. And so you said something, and I. And by the way, I'm a talk radio junkie, and I'm trying to get off the wagon one way or the you know all that kind of stuff. But you're you're entertaining, and but you said something a couple of weeks ago, and. Um, you didn't say it was a come to Jesus moment, but you said something like, hey, I, Rob, I would like to speak more civilly, even though I want to lay down the truth. So, no, 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 John, say, John, John. Good job. And for me, yeah. it makes it a hell of a lot easier to listen to you, because there are some people yeah. I agree with that I cannot listen to because they just screech and holler all the time. I know, John. And listen, I understand what you're saying. I, I'm still telling the truth. And I, and I said this. I said that, uh, you know, I'm going to maintain the intensity, but I'm bringing down the temperature. And the reason being is I find myself, you know, I'll turn on Levin and I'll go, I can't hear this now. I'm too stressed out. I can't listen to, you know, Glenn Beck because he's so morose and so pissed off and I, I can't do it. Now, I can get the truth across. And there are going to be times where I'm going to raise the temperature because, uh, like what happened yesterday, is ridiculous. It's an affront. We can see through it. But at the same time, it isn't going to do anything for my blood pressure if I jack up yours, John. We can do this. We can win this. We are going to win this because good always wins. But they're trying yeah. to go. John, you know they're trying to goad us into something when they do this. They're trying to well, goad us I, into I actually, this. I sell real estate, and I have a friend past client lives down the street who's a reporter for NBR, and I keep trying to figure out how can I have the civil, interesting conversation with her, even just over the trans, anyway, it's a long story, but mutual friend of ours passed away, she said, by the way, did you know the guy was trans? I said, guess what, nobody is, you know, so...
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, John, I, I appreciate your phone call. That's 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 the thing, you know. Uh, one of the things that I do is is and what I did for Rush Limbaugh for many years. I introduced. Uh, he was running some comedy when he first started in New York. He was running little bits, you know, like from Weird Al Yankovic and uh, you know my buddy Rusty Humphreys. But I'm the guy who came in and said, "Hey, man, can I can I write some comedy for you?" And we started doing this. And I and he he said Rush said it best. He says, "You know, you've got to uh, you've got to point out absur- absurdity by being absurd," and that's what he did. And, and that's what we do here. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, the reason why I use humor is because the greatest disruptors in American history and world history have been comedians. The greatest disruptors of mankind have been comedians, have been people who spoke well, truth to power using humor. A modest proposal, right? What, what now? That what? wasn't funny, but it sure got the point across. Yes, exactly. Right, hey, John, thanks for the phone call, bro. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. It's not going to do me any good to come in here screaming and yelling about another indictment. We all know that it's BS. We all can see it. I can play the audio clip so you can know and you can have it in your arsenal. But I'm not going to get in here and, and just go bananas on you because I don't think that does anything. I'm going to be here for you to just take a step back, realize you can be angry, you can be upset. Yes, yes, yes. I get it. I'm pissed too. But at the same time, that's what they're trying to do to us. Confound them. By making fun of them. Confound them by pointing out their hypocrisy. Confound them by making them look like tools of the state. That's what you need to do. And then you also need to turn off all the letter networks. CBS, ABC, NBC, NPR, PBS, all of them. Screw them. CNN, MSNBC. All they do is lie. All they are there for is to support the state and goad you into reacting. But you're not going to do that, are you? Okay, back to uh, back to uh, Hawaii. All right, now uh, Lahaina power lines are being blamed for the fast spread of the fires, as locals share stories from Day of the Blaze and others sue electric companies for not turning off the supply at the first sign of danger. So what we're discovering in in Hawaii, and and you know, and I'm only fighting this fight now. I'd rather just raise money for those who are in trouble. But the government and a senator and the the governor of Hawaii have all said this is climate change, to which I say, wow, look at all the bodies, all the heaps of ashes you're stepping over to get to your climate change argument, which is not true. I've got some audio from residents of Lahaina, another nearby community, talking about what they have to go through just to get help because the federal government is limiting those who can help and those who can be helped. That's coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Representative Claudia Tenney from New York from the House Ways and Means Committee. She is uh, tough as nails. She'll be talking about the latest indictment of Donald Trump and what's going on with Joe Biden. I want to talk about this, uh, what happened in Maui. And uh, uh, there are lots of questions being asked about how prepared authorities were for the catastrophe. The island is exposed to natural hazards like tsunamis, earthquakes, violent storms. Um, but apparently none of them were given. Monica and Reed, uh, these are two people who actually uh, filed a lawsuit, uh, had their house destroyed. 
destroyed, and they are suing Hawaiian Electric Industries. Uh, they allege that the National Weather Service had issued a high wind watch red flag warning, which cautioned energized power lines could increase the rate at which fires could spread. They claim that by acting improperly during the devastating fires, the power companies caused life of loss of life, serious injuries, destruction of hundreds of homes, among other things. Uh, it was not global climate change or whatever the hell. And by the way, uh, it is the deadliest wildfire in over 100, uh, 100 years, and Joe Biden has said nothing. Joe Biden has said nothing. The biggest fire previously, uh, let me see, happened in the 1918 Cloquette Fire that killed 453 people in drought-stricken northern Minnesota. That was more than 100 years ago, and they had drought. And there wasn't even global climate change warming murder harness ozone hole acid rain. It's weird that way. This is a, uh, a Maui resident. Actually, she lives in a nearby uh, community. I believe it is called Kahei, uh, talking about uh, where the aid is coming and not coming. And if you go to the War Memorial, people are being told to go there if you need assistance. They are turning everyone away, saying that it's not a distribution center. It's a shelter, and unless you're checked into this shelter, you will receive nothing. And I will say for donations on the island, please be considerate of your fellow humans because there's a lot of moms that need diapers and wipes and formula and everything has been purchased and given as donations and now it is being hoarded by Red Cross and FEMA not being... What? The, what all the supplies are being uh, hoarded by Red Cross and FEMA? Well, that's kind of weird. Distributed to those who actually need them. So ship things in from Amazon. I shared today that you could ship things to the Maui Food Bank. There's some other local organizations that will actually get your items to the people. And FEMA is also making people sign paperwork just to receive assistance. That's kind of weird because there was a big old hurricane last year in Florida. And the Red Cross showed up, apparently, but nobody knew where they were. They didn't do anything. They just drove their vans around and gave away coffee. You know, and they also got a billion dollars after 9-11 that was uh, supposed to go to all the people who were affected by the planes that flew into those towers. But apparently that didn't... You don't remember that, do you? Because maybe you weren't even alive or maybe you were in elementary school. I remember. I was a, I was a new father when it happened. I remember every detail about that. Here's more from this uh, Maui or Kahei resident. Not allowed through unless you had a specific contract or permission from a certain agency to come through and where would you get that permission from so lots of people are being denied they're trying to come in with supply trucks to assist this hungry heroes they were able to get some trucks in yesterday Mm -hmm. they were supposed to meet with the mayor and officials they said they waited around for five hours being told to move to different locations and then they were eventually kicked out and said why are you even here and they were trying to coordinate to drop off and deliver supplies there is a looting going on and not just in the Haina area also in kula there are boats making supply runs some of them are saying that they've had to push through barricades to get in and deliver supplies because again the government officials are trying to shut down local assistance it seems like huh. they isn't that kind of weird yeah kind of the same thing that happened in east palestine ohio isn't it yeah it's just it's it's kind of strange we talked to some people today and a firefighter said that he alone pulled out over 80 bodies wow and i think that's the count that they're giving you for the death toll we're estimating that it's over 1000 people that's horrific why is the government being so hush-hush and shutting everything down and not letting people know what's really going on? Why no on? press? Why no press in town? When they had their very first 
press conference a couple days after the tragedy. Yeah. All that the officials could do that I heard was blame everybody else, say it wasn't me, it wasn't my responsibility. If you didn't know, there were no alarms that went off. Even though we have tsunami warning systems set up all over the island, they could have been turned on, but they weren't. Yeah. Uh, And if you believe that criminal negligence and incompetence are caused by climate change, then you got a climate change argument. If you don't, then you know it's just a Democrat-run state and a Democrat-run federal government that doesn't give a crap about you and me and the uh, people of Maui. Coming up, Claudia Tenney from New York. Don't go anywhere. We are expecting a call from Representative Claudia Tenney from New York State here. Uh, Obviously very busy, a lot of things happening. So who knows, really, honestly, uh, if she's going to be getting on the horn here pretty quick. We will see. I I understand uh, her being busy, and I certainly I don't understand how people can be uh, representatives or senators, to be quite honest, uh, unless you really love uh, doing appearances in the media. uh, You know, it would be a little hard. It would be a little hard for me. Uh, A little bit more on uh, Maui and uh, Lahaina, which is a small community that was completely burned to the ground. And, And and, you know, there wouldn't be questions if the government wasn't so uh, secretive about everything. 2,207 buildings have been damaged or destroyed. 87% of the structures being residential. 80% of the town of Lahaina was destroyed. Uh, $5 billion worth of damage in Maui County. 2,170 acres burned. Joe Biden said no comment over the weekend. Joe Biden didn't say anything about it. He's assuring, and he tweeted about a one-time payment of $700 from FEMA to people, which is a giant F you to the people of, uh, of Lahaina. That's what I think it is. It's really, it's, it's insulting. Uh, here is uh, this uh, Kahay resident talking about the Red Cross and FEMA, which it appears the government's trying to channel all of the resources, possibly even money, into one agency. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm just speculating. So what we're being told on the news is not what's actually happening. I feel like from every angle, the government is doing everything they can to shut down all grassroots efforts and all of the locals' efforts to assist in any way, shape, or form, coming up with all these excuses why we can't help. Huh. And people in the community are coming together. They're amazing here. It's like um, somebody tried to diagnose the problems and the government said, uh, nope, you can only do it one way. They love their neighbors. They're doing everything they can. And then it's red tape, red tape, red tape, all this bureaucracy going on, all of these other ulterior motives. Everybody's worried about the government's worried about getting FEMA funding and also be on alert. If you How about save some people, you morons? Sign your property over to FEMA. You may never get it back. Wow. Look at what has happened to past disasters. It is a huge scam. Yes, they're going to give you money. And then will you ever be able to get your property or rebuild or anything? It is questionable. And I ended up picking up some people that needed to go to the shelter. There's still people sleeping in vehicles or without a vehicle in parking lots. And I drove around for 45 minutes trying to find a shelter. Uh, The ones that were, they said were still open were closed two days ago. And I took, I finally took found one in Kahului at the high school, dropped them off. War Memorial, the one that's overrun now by FEMA. This is exactly this is exactly what our federal government done in East Palestine, Ohio. It's exact damn same thing. 
<laughs> Literally. And, and a Donald Trump came and spoke in, in uh, East Palestine before, uh, before uh, Pete Buttigieg could even show up. Isn't this kind of interesting? And it's kind of funny because, if I'm not mistaken, Donald Trump actually uh, issued a statement yesterday while Joe Biden said, no comment. I'm just going to go ahead and play the whole thing. I would like to express my sympathy and warmest regards to the people of Hawaii and specifically all of those who have been so gravely and irreparably hurt by the tragedy of the wildfires in Maui, something the likes of which have seldom been seen anywhere at any time. Why hasn't Joe Biden said anything? Caused by this catastrophic event will be far worse than ever expected now that houses and cars and other areas are being inspected. The sad thing is it should never have happened. 1,200 people still missing. Our government was not prepared. And very importantly, the aftermath is going very poorly with the governor of the island wanting to do nothing but blame it on global warming and other things that just happened to pop into his head. When asked about it today, as he was getting into a car, perhaps coming home from the beach, where he has been spending a great deal of time, Crooked Joe Biden, the most incompetent president in the history of our country, with a laugh and a smile, said he had no comment on the death and the tragedy. A smile, that's interesting. To say no comment is oftentimes fine, but to be smiling when you say it, especially against such a tragedy as this, is absolutely horrible and unacceptable. It is a disgraceful thing that Joe Biden refuses to help or comment on the tragedy in Maui, just as he refused to help or comment on the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, for mm-hmm. a very, very long time. Yeah. In any event, hopefully everyone will be able to pull together so that a horrible situation does not get even worse. To the families affected, I give you my love and sympathy. Nothing can ever replace your loved ones, but you will always have the memories and will feel their great love surrounding and embracing you. Together, we will continue to carry their legacy forward, and I love you all very much. Thank you. Um, I wonder if Joe Biden will fly there and tell the survivors that his son was killed in a fire as well. Because that's what he did with the uh, Afghan, uh, uh, the, the victims, the murder victims of the Afghan pullout. He did the same thing. I arrived there, mom standing there. Oh, my son arrived in a flag drake casket as well. The mom goes, screeching inside. Your son died of cancer, jerk. I wonder if that's what he'll do. Here, John uh, John Massion, a Maui resident. Where are the county officials? Nobody has entered it. I just found out you can't drink the water. The communication has been nil. Cord Cunaberti, a volunteer helping with recovery, said the island was relying on coconut wireless slang for word of mouth. Uh, he told the Honolulu Star Advisor, nobody knows what's going on here. Paul Romero, a gym owner in Maui, told the outlet, it's an incredible dichotomy. There's an outpouring of local support, boots on the ground, depleting our personal resources to support our Ohio in just the most basic ways. This, the response from our well-funded, tax-paid government is incredibly pathetic. We can't even understand why they did, what, what they didn't do, what they're still not doing. This is a Lahaina resident talking about another odd thing that is happening since her home is still warm from the fire. Okay, I gotta tell you guys, I am so frustrated with investors and realtors calling the families who lost their home, offering to buy their land. How dare you 
do that to our community right now. I am so frustrated. Who the hell does that? Hearing since yesterday <laughs> that multiple families that I know personally were reached out and offered money from investors and realtors. Shame on. Wow. Uh, why did they do that in New Orleans after Katrina? Well, because, uh, you know, have you been to New Orleans? <laughs> Unbelievable. Really, honestly, un. Believable, but not really surprising. Here we go once again. Once again, I, I don't think that, that you could exemplify anymore uh, the disdain that the federal government has for the average people of America while sending billions of our money elsewhere. That's just the way it is, man. That's just the way things appear to be happening. All right, let's move on to, uh, oh, oh, yes, oh, yes, uh, all the crimes of the Biden family, which is what all these indictments are all about. And uh, this is uh, Greg Stubbe actually introduced uh, articles of impeachment, and he uh, he's the guy who kind of led this. I, I haven't heard anything from a lot of people actually in the last few days. I don't know. I don't know what it, I'm not hearing anything from NTG. I'm not hearing anything from uh, uh, Lauren Boebert. I, I mean, are you hearing anything about this? I'm not sure. Here is Greg Stubbe on Newsmax talking about all of the uh, evidence of criminal wrongdoing by Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. It's very obvious. It's bigger than any evidence, pile of evidence we've ever had in any impeachment inquiry in the history of the United States. It is. It is. We've never seen this kind of evidence. It, the, the, the Nixon, uh, uh, Watergate, nothing. Nothing compared to this. Thousands of bank records, uh, suspicious activity reports, tens of millions of dollars from our enemies, quid pro quo to the mayor of Moscow's wife, quid pro quo to, uh, to uh, a, a gas company in Ukraine. I can go on and on. Here's John Stubbe. Uh, the Oversight Committee released some of the financial documents. We had Devin, Ar Devin Archer's testimony yep. uh, a week or so ago. And you put all these things together along with the Ways and Means investigation, the IRS whistleblowers, all the information that Congress has in the investigations we've done uh, and you have real evidence of crimes not just the financial evidence but corroborating witness testimony oh, yeah, that, and uh, I just feel like it's our obligation as members of Congress to stand up for America and when we see crimes being committed uh, by the president uh, and and while he was vice president yeah. to file those articles of impeachment I understand the process Jim Jordan the Judiciary Committee is going to get those articles they're going to make a determination mm -hmm. as to whether they want to move forward or not obviously the speaker is going to have some influence there and uh, Jimmy you better get going he has in his comments he's been more open to an inquiry that's all it would start mm -hmm. as an inquiry you use the resolution to start the inquiry and we'd go through that process I 100% think we need to do that because of the clear evidence of the crimes that have been committed by uh, Joe Biden and his family members okay so we've got the left punching our lights out Four indictments against Donald Trump on nonsense charges. Uh, I believe they carry a maximum penalty of, what is it? Hold on. I think it's 700 years in prison. It's absurd. Everybody knows it's a bull crap. Everybody knows it's a political witch hunt. Everybody knows it's to prevent Donald Trump from running for president again. That's it. That is what this is all about. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to tell you, it isn't going to, uh, it isn't going to work, uh, very well. Um, I'm trying to think if we, if we have, uh, my producer, uh, let's go to, let's go to Buster in Santa Cruz real quick. Buster, how you doing, my friend? Welcome to the show. Buster is not there from Santa Cruz. Never mind. I apologize. I was, how was it yesterday? Why in the hell did it show up yesterday? Weird, weird, weird. Did you hear my computer go ding? It means that I got a message and apparently... I did not get a message. So there you go. Um, oh, I do want to mention this. On the, on the heels of the, uh, 
Lina. Fire. House Republicans are investigating the Biden administration for allegedly giving out billions in corrupt bargain border contracts. It's kind of like, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like uh, there was a lot of money made by different companies, you know, whether defense, big pharma, et cetera. Did you notice that the last couple of years? Made a lot, 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 a lot of money. Did you notice that? Well, um, apparently there's a little bit of uh, a little bit of palm greasing going on there. They're calling the uh, migrant crisis a boom for business. Some federal agencies. These are the alarming allegations of Andrew Lorenzen Straits' corruption and his recently recorded statements only further justify the H- the DHS continued oversight of ICE suspect contract procurement processes. All right. So what this means basically, there's this group of people, and uh, they got an 87 million dollar deal to house migrants in borders in hotels instead of government-owned residential centers. Okay, uh, uh, Biden transition official Andrew Lorenzen Strait bragged about how he made backroom deals with federal agencies and called the migrant crisis a boon for business. Everybody's getting rich on this. Everybody's getting rich on the southern border. Everybody's getting rich on, you know, whatever ailment hits our country. Everybody's getting rich in the defense contracting end of the spectrum. I can go on and on. The inspector general's office found the contract was unjustified, and Endeavors, the group, took $17 million of the funds it did not use. Lorenzen Strait's prior work with was a conflict of interest, the inspector general found, because he had drafted ICE policy as a transition team official in the Biden administration while simultaneously advising Endeavors. That was the group that was going to, you know, find housing for illegals. Lorenzen Strait publicly signed on with Endeavors as a senior employee on Biden's first day in office and shortly after he locked down the $87 million backdoor deal and a $530 million non-compete contract to shelter unaccompanied immigrant children for the Department of Health and Human Services. Us and them, people. People in Hawaii are offered $700 one-time payment from FEMA, and Biden's buddy get rich as the oh the but the border is overrun uh, because of Biden's policies. It's remarkable. It really is remarkable. Uh, I do want to get a little more into what's going on with uh, Biden corruption. David Weiss being accounted uh, the special counsel and whatnot. Eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. Let's take a break. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. I'm gonna. Wait on the uh, new information about uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's corruption. And Rob Schmidt last night on Newsmax was really funny. I mean, just nailed it. Rob is uh, must-see TV on Newsmax every night. Eric Bowling as well. Uh, great lineup. And, and what Rob had to say uh, is uh, is epic, is epic with regard to uh, what is uh, the, the clear corruption of um, of Joe Biden and his, and his son Hunter. Did you hear about this? Did you like that movie, The Blind Side? You remember the blind side? It was that Disney movie. It was about the uh, the kid who was walking home, and there was this rich lady. She's like a realtor, and she picked him up on the side of the road because he was walking home from football practice, and she got him into college football, and then ultimately he got a he got a contract and the whole deal. Well, apparently, Michael O'Her is uh, he's the football. It's Ower. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. Know. I saw the movie and everything. I just didn't remember how to pronounce his name. Ower is uh, suing the Tohoe family. Did I get that right? Is it Tohoe family? Is it Tui? Jesus, Chewy, Chewy, Tui, Tui. I even saw the movie. I didn't remember it. Anyway, the Tui family saying they'd lied about him being adopted into their family and had been stealing money from him for more than a decade. That's nice. 
he had a chaotic home life with a mother who struggled with addiction. You knew it because you saw the movie. You just didn't remember how to pronounce the names. Eventually, the Tuies took, uh, took him in and helped to afford him as he became a college football player, eventually in the NFL. They always told him that they legally adopted him into the family and that uh, the relationship formed the basis of the Feels Good 2009 film starring Sandra Bullock. But he says he didn't benefit from the millions. He got nothing is what he said. Uh, Sean and Lee Tui never did adopt him into the family. Instead, they, gave him a, a, uh, they made him sign a cons- conservatorship document when he was a teen that gave them the legal right to control his finances. <coughs> That's nice, isn't it? It's a little different ending than the movie. Uh, and any business deals with his name on it. Now he's suing. He's suing. He's saying, no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, his lawsuit asked the court to end the Tui's ability to make money off his name, story, and likeness and demands that they pay him a fair share of the profits. By the way, according to the legal filing, the, uh, the movie paid the Tui's and their two birth children each two hundred twenty-five k plus 2.5% of the film's defined net proceeds. The movie made $300 bucks. <laughs> that's uh, that's interesting, and it's kind of funny also because the Tuies, uh, they man, they live a lavish lifestyle. They really do. Um, Michael's thirty-seven, by the way. Uh, Mrs. Tui and her husband spend their days visiting Disney World, driving expensive sports cars, enjoying dinner parties, attending VIP sport events, sunbathing on the beach, flying off of glamorous trips, getting there via private jet, of course. I don't see any of their pictures of, of him on their Instagram page. I don't. I didn't see a single picture of him. I see a lot of picture of the wife and the kids, the white kids, uh, having a good time, but I don't see any pictures of, uh, of uh, Michael. I don't see him. Where, where the heck are they? Yeah. Uh, it's, it sounds kind of like uh, somebody got played here. Uh, Leanne and Sean have also co-written the New York Times best-selling book together called In a Heartbeat, Sharing the Power of Cheerful Giving. <laughs> In addition, the husband and wife's duo built a fast food empire at one point owning 115 different restaurants across the U.S. like Taco Bell, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and Pizza Hut through their joint management team. So, wow, wow, wow. Uh, that's and then despite uh, stating that she didn't want to be part of a reality TV world, Leanne went on to launch her own show called The Family Edition with Leanne Tui in 2013. It went on for one season and followed her as she helped families who are about to adopt children they've been fostering. I guess I missed that. I missed that one. As of 2022, it was reported that Leanne's net worth was $50 million and her husband was $25 million. And meanwhile, the, the kid that, uh, you know, did all the, the heavy lifting didn't get a damn thing. So apparently that's what's going on. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, the movie was still pretty good, but as with most movies, uh, it looks like this one may have been appeared. It may have actually uh, been based on fiction been uh, based on uh, fiction so there's uh, there's that oh and then there's this just real quick before we take a break at the top of the hour uh vivek ramaswamy has overtaken ron DeSantis nationally for second place in the gop primary field according to kaplan strategies uh this poll was published yesterday shows that 48 percent of gop primary voters back trump uh ramaswamy sits alone in uh, second place at 11 uh, percent and then ron DeSantis at 10 percent uh my Mike Pence is down uh, two points in the poll because he has no chance of winning. Uh, and there, that's the latest on that. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Last hour of the show is right ahead. and It's going to be a scorcher. Stick around. World Wide Web. This-
This is the Rob Carson Show. This is our number three of the uh, Rob Carson Show. Claudia Tenney had to cancel. Representative from New York. Obviously, she got a lot of stuff on her plate today with the uh, next faux indictment from uh, of Donald Trump, I should say. Uh, yeah, there's um, 13 charges, including RICO charges, and 71 years in jail. Yeah, so uh, Fannie Willis is the district attorney. She intends to try all 19 together. Uh, they are indicted on 41 charges. Trump could see 71 years in jail. Uh, I hope to see this, uh, this Fannie uh, in jail herself. I really, really do. Um, and it's kind of weird because, you know, uh, it was about um, uh, not believing the outcome of the election, uh, of attempting to turn it over. And in the state of Georgia, that is not allowed. No, sir. No, it is not. Unless you're Stacey Abrams. I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. But I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We were robbed of an election. Just using the word rigged, using the word steal. Do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I, I don't because we can actually back it up. And so in that sounds kind of like a conspiracy. ...to what I believe was a stolen election. And I'm not saying they stole it from me. They stole it from the voters of Georgia. Back to went outside, asked if I'm ever going to concede. The answer is no. This is not a speech of consent. Hey, you know, there's uh, one of the charges against Donald Trump is false statements and writings. That's kind of interesting. That's kind of what What's she doing right now? Because concession means to acknowledge an action is right, true, or proper. And I will not concede because the erosion of our democracy is not right. Yeah, we all get it. We all get the double standard. You get it. I get it. Everybody gets it. It's not going to work. It's not going to end well for those in power. I'm going to tell you right now. This is Jake Tapper. This is a soundbite from just a couple weeks ago. Okay, and this is one of the reasons why they're so desperate, why every morning they wake up in a flop sweat realizing that Joe Biden is the president and Kamala Harris is the heir apparent because of this. For Joe Biden, our new CNN poll, while the president leads his Democratic competitors by a huge margin, yeah. two-thirds of all of the American people surveyed, 66% of the public, say that a Biden victory would either be a setback or a disaster for the United States. Isn't that weird? Because... Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s running, and the other, whatever name is, she's kind of nuts. Uh, and they're getting restricted press access. Nobody cares about them. They're going to have to go into, that Robert Kennedy Jr. has to go to conservative media outlets to be heard. Because they're trying to say you up, guys. They're trying to say you up. They, they're taking Donald Trump out of your equation, so you can't vote for him. They're going to try anyway. It ain't going to work. And they're also, Democrats, forcing you to vote for a candidate that most of Americans see if he is the president again. It'll be disastrous for the country. You know why we know that? Because his first two and a half years have been disastrous for the country. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Uh, and this is kind of a, this is this is Rob Schmidt last night talking about. And Rob always has this way to um, uh, not really colloquialize, but put into perspective in language you can understand exactly how people feel. Here, Rob Schmidt is talking about the the <laughs> appointment of special counsel David Weiss. Uh, who's been in charge of the Hunter Biden investigation for five years. 
who literally uh, uh, C-blocked um, uh, the investigation into uh, Hunter Biden, uh, among other things. He even uh, crafted the, the sweet plea deal that would have got him off of every everything related to all the money that he and their, his daddy got from selling foreign influence and everything. And yet this guy, David Weiss, is suddenly going to be the special counsel in charge. You know what this is? This is David Weiss. This is the uh, the DOJ. This is their reaction to the rejection of the plea deal. And so by hook or by crook, they're going to find a way to get Hunter off, which he used to pay a lot of money for, by the way. Here is Rob Schmidt from Newsmax. The man who was just caught trying to give Hunter Biden a ridiculous no-jail plea deal, giving him total immunity for FARA violations and money laundering. The man who intentionally allowed the statute of limitations to expire on felony tax evasion charges. Mm -hmm. The man who ignored a multi-million dollar payment from Chinese communists a week after Hunter Biden sent a text message while sitting with his father demanding money. Yes, David Weiss has now been appointed special counsel over the Hunter Biden case. This is how Merrick Garland is trying to escape the smell of corruption in his DOJ, oh, yeah. while also continuing to protect Joe Biden and his family. Even as so much evidence points toward a compromised president of the United States, we know where Weiss stands, being paid by adversarial countries and nefarious actors around the world. The Biden family has been the man who looked through a mountain of evidence over five years of influence peddling, money laundering, that led straight to the man who is now the president of the United States and tried to prosecute it with a parking ticket for the president's son. Yeah. Yes, that man is now the special counsel. They have two words for it, and one of them starts with bull. Biden attorney General Merrick Garland never tires of pointing out that Weiss is a Trump appointee. But Weiss was confirmed and appointed in the Democrat-dominated Delaware only because of strong support by the two Democrat senators, Chris Coons and Tom Carper. Weiss doodlefully buried the Biden investigation by not seeking an indictment from the grand jury. As every prosecutor knows, the statutory time limit for filing criminal charges uh, runs out if charges have not formally been filed. If a prosecutor drags his feet for years, crimes that have not been charged become time barred, no longer prosecutable. And if he would have filed charges, that would have uh, stopped the clock and preserved the case, which he didn't want to do. So... This is Weiss's game plan. He didn't work with the uh, the plea deal. They'll get him off another way. Hunter Biden's threatening messages involving his business partner at CFC, CEFC. You remember that one where he sent the text and he said, my dad is sitting here and you better send the money, you know, because I hold a grudge real bad and all that. Whether Joe was physically there or that not, that's beside the point. The ability to invoke the name of the guy with the power, convincingly, since Joe Biden met and otherwise communicated with Hunter's partners, is uh, what made the business so prob- profitable. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. Let's go to uh, Alex in Brooklyn. What's up, Alex? How you doing, my friend? Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. 
Hey, Rob. Thanks so much for taking the call. And you mentioned, you know, David Wise getting appointed a special counsel. I think the so-called reason for why Mayor Garland appointed a special counsel is because the Republicans uncovered uh, evidence showing that a hunter got money from the Chinese and that Joe Biden knew about it, right? That's the reason why we're appointing the special counsel. And so basically we have a Republican Congress that did a better job investigating and coming out with evidence, you know, showing about how corrupt his family is. And then we have David Weiss, who uh, was supposed to investigate Hunter Biden, and he completely ignored all of that, or he didn't find it. So he showed us that he's not a very good guy when it comes to investigating and looking for the truth. Uh, and so we're appointing him again. I think, you know, when you go to a doctor and <laughs> the doctor gives you the wrong uh, gives you the, the, the wrong um, thing, is he, the, they, they give you the wrong name for what you have, you don't go to that same doctor. You go for a second opinion, uh, or even if you're suspicious about what the doctor is telling you, you go for a second opinion. You don't go to the same guy unless you, uh, unless you got – this is a situation where they want David Weiss to have immunity so he shouldn't have to testify uh, to Congress, which is what this is all about. Um, and I also wanted to comment about this indictment against President Trump, which you mentioned, because, number one, there's no evidence that Trump reached out to, to the Secretary of State in Georgia and told him to fabricate votes. That's what no. they're claiming. No, uh, he no. said, find me the lost, the stolen votes, right? Yes, yes. Uh, and so if, if he wanted to get fabricated votes, he wouldn't reach out to a Republican Secretary of State, Trump. He's not a stupid person. He would call up a Democratic politician and say, hey, you guys know how to steal votes. I'll give you some money. Can you give me some fake votes? <laughs> That's why would you go to people who don't know about selection theft? You'd certainly go to a Democrat if you wanted to steal an election. <laughs> That's a great point, Alex. That's awesome, man. Hey, Alex, um, how's the homeless situation going on in New York, bro? I think he must have hung up. No, he hung up. Okay, anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, let's go to uh, a little bit of... Uh, this is Jim Comer talking to Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper doing his best denial of Joe Biden malfeasance. And uh, Jim Comer basically spiking the ball. I haven't yet seen any evidence that the president did anything wrong. Again, just looking for evidence, because we're talking about impeachment here. I don't see any evidence... Of any crime this month. Because he's uh, woefully ignorant and intentionally, by the way, ignorant. From the Bidens happened while Joe Biden was vice president, while he was flying to those countries. He flew days after he left Romania, his family started receiving wires from a corrupt Romanian foreign national. Yeah. Remember, there's a text message from Hunter Biden to his daughter complaining that he had to give his father half his salary. So we've gone through a lot of bank records. Yeah. We haven't gone through all the bank records, but look, we've caught Joe Biden in several lies, including that he never spoke with any of these corrupt people from these foreign countries that sent his family money. He had dinner with some of them. Yeah, it's uh, it's very obvious. Uh, Hunter Biden in touch with uh, Gongwen Dong, who is described as his CEFC partner in the United States and an emissary of Chairman Yi. Three days later, after remember the big, uh, the big, uh, the phone call of the ten twenty three, an LLC known as Hudson West the Third establishing checking accounts as further details in the analysis of bank records in a report compiled three years ago by Chuck Grassley. Hudson West the Third was controlled by Hunter Biden through his uh, Washington firm Owasco and Gongwen Dong. 
This was just an appetizer. Four days later, the same CEFC Infrastructure Investment LLC wired $5 million to Hudson West. Over the next seven weeks, almost all of that $5 million was gradually transferred from Hudson West to Hunter's Owasco firm. It's a remarkable series of events, an exhortionate message, obviously demanding payments sent via an end-to-end encrypted service to ensure that it didn't, it would not be deciphered except by the recipient, followed by over $5 million in money transfers. That's what happens. No wonder investigators were, were so interested, yet U.S. Attorney Weiss' office refused to allow agents to subpoena location data to determine if Joe Biden was in the same room when Hunter said, yeah, my dad's sitting here, don't wef- mess with me. But the WhatsApp messages illustrate that IRS agents should seek a judicial search warrant for the guest house at the Biden's Wilmington residence where Hunter was living, and Weiss's subordinate conceded there was probable cause the agents were denied permission to apply for the warrant. That's another way that Mr. Weiss was in in the middle of all of this. And then here's Rob Schmidt talking about uh, James Biden and uh, Tony Bobulinski, business partner of Hunter Biden's, who's been ignored by the uh, by the liberal media and this proves that joe biden was involved and he was the reason why all the money was flowing all of these so-called journalists are ready to die on this hill at this point most now claiming that anything short of direct evidence of biden willfully taking a bribe acknowledging the bribe and then immediately acting on the bribe yes anything short of that is a nothing burger A standard, of course, they only hold to politicians who they voted for. Of course. A reminder of this text message from Biden business partners James Gillier and Tony Bobulinski. This is Tony to, or this is uh, James to Tony, when Tony was the new guy coming into the multi-million dollar deals with the Chinese communists. James writes, don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face-to-face that you can talk about Joe being involved. Wow. I know you know that, but they are paranoid. How freaking obvious does it have to be? There you go. There's Rob Schmidt at his best right there. This is what makes one of the things that but that make Rob Schmidt so awesome. Involved. I know you know that, but they are paranoid. How freaking obvious does it have to be? That is just perfect. And that's what the American people are saying as well. We get it. We get it. Now, coming up, uh, jackbooted thuggery is not just for the DOJ and the IRS. Local police departments go after their political enemies, too. And that happened in Kansas, and it resulted in a 98-year-old woman dying from the stress. I've got the details on that coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Come on, Pete. Start moving. Got to get me there. Come on. By the way, if you get a chance to uh, check out Newsmax today, everybody is on Newsmax right now. Uh, Fox has been doing a face plant. CNN's doing a face plant. Uh, CNN is uh, reshuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic and, uh, and, and not realizing what the American people really want. And that's the uh, truth and people they can trust. And that's why CNN will continue to, uh, to plummet, will continue to absolutely uh, plummet. And uh, if you get a chance to download the Newsmax app on your phone, um, I just think if you haven't checked out Newsmax lately, uh, and you, there's a void in your life from Tucker. <laughs> uh, you might want to watch Eric Bowling. You might want to watch Rob Schmidt, Chris Salcedo, Greta Von Susteren. She's a right down the middle reporter. She is. She's great at what she does. Don't agree with her on a lot of the things she says, but respect. I do respect her. 
So, uh, so uh, if you get a chance to, yeah, check it out. Hey, let's talk about some polls, shall we? And I'll just set it up with this from Mr. Jim Gossett. Come on. Polling, polling, polling. Yeah. Donald Trump is rolling. Race he is controlling. Leads wide. It's polling. He's sad as he is stalling. Polling. His poll numbers keep falling. Polling. No one wants Pence because he lies. Yeah, pretty much. Chris Christie's dropping faster. An overweight disaster. He's cutting in at some buffet line. Jim Gossett, by the way, you can go to Jim Gossett Comedy. Oh, hello, that hurt uh, in a good way. Um, <laughs> check out jimgossettcomedy.com, uh, or you can go to his Patreon page, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Look up for Jim Gossett. You can help him out. Because you know all of these attacks on conservatives have really impacted the ability of conservative uh, content creators like me and like Jim to make a damn living. So if you can help him out, go to Patreon.com. Look up Jim Gossett, will you? Uh, New Hampshire 2024, DeSantis is fading. Trump maintains his lead in the primary. We'll get another probably 8 or 10 points out of this latest indictment. Uh, 43% job approval rating is what Joe Biden has got. A five-point increase from the March Emerson poll. Really? 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 46% disapprove because he's doing a terrible job. Oh, today's the first anniversary of uh, the Inflation Reduction Act. And Bidenomics appears to be working if you want to be homeless. If your dream is to be homeless, living on a street, Joe Biden is succeeding. 11% raise this year in homelessness across the country. Good job, Bidenomics. Yay! Keep that up. Keep that up. 49% of Republican primary voters in New Hampshire plan to vote for Donald Trump. 40% advantage, 40-point advantage over the other candidates. But he can't win in the general because he's got under 49%, right? Or he's out under 50%, right? Well, if you get rid of those other candidates, it's going to be much, much, much bigger. And even with just 49% of the vote, uh, Joe Biden is, or Donald Trump is still leading Joe Biden right now uh, by 48 to 41. 48 to 41. So, yeah. I, uh, of course, believe Donald Trump can win. The left, of course, believes Donald Trump can win. That's why they're indicting him again. Uh, duh. Let's go to Chris in Fort Worth. Chris, welcome to the show. You got about a minute. Go. My man, Rob, it's your man, Catman Chris, here in Fortress Fort Worth. And this tiger, this Panther City tiger is getting worn out. I'll be quick, but I, I got two points to make. Number one, uh, we have Republican IGs that are doing nothing. And, uh, you know, I, I, speaking of one Republican IG that 
They Chris, removed, hold on. Yeah. Chris, 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 hold on. Chris, hold on. Uh, Brian, can you get Chris's number or have Chris call back? Because the phone line is crud, and I, I'm up against a hard break here. I don't want to slight Chris, and I don't want his comments to be not heard. So, Chris, if you could uh, call back, I'd love to get you back on to talk about this on the way. A catch the stupid update. Now the governor of Massachusetts wants you to take in illegals to live in your house. I know. That's how stupid they are. And also, a, uh, I do believe we have a, a gender confusion update as well in the last hour of the show. Could be pretty cool. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. So before it even goes on sale, Facebook and Instagram have banned ads for the new Mark Levin book, The Democrat Party Hates America. I'm going to get the book because I uh, I love Mark Levin. Last night I heard him talking, and, and he seemed to be gobsmacked that uh, Facebook and Instagram would block him from advertising. He told me last night, he said last night, I say on radio. He didn't say it to me personally. I don't know him personally. But he said, Facebook and Instagram have blocked my book from being advertised on their sites because of the title. Just another example of their censorship. Yeah. Uh, and this, is, this has been going on for a long time. I have never been able to make any money on YouTube. Uh, I was taken off of YouTube altogether when I posted a video from Robert Kennedy Jr. when COVID was happening. And it ended up being truthful. But they took me down. Immediately informed that I could never be monetized. Facebook literally uh, about six, seven years ago began telling me I could not boost posts. I have a politically incorrect line of shirts. Uh, one has a picture of the American flag. It says Hillary in 20 never. Uh, and they're very funny. Uh, there was one that said uh, everybody was Kung Flu fighting. Uh, and they took that down. And uh, <clears throat> so this has been going on for a really long time. It's not a big surprise. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are uh, as deep in it as they were before the heat started coming down from the lawsuit from the federal government by the two attorneys general, the AGs from Missouri <clears throat> and Louisiana. And a federal judge blocked another federal judge who had stopped the Biden administration from being able to communicate with social media. That appear apparently is back on. That's why I'm dropping my Twitter Blue membership today. Because I've noticed that my reach has plummeted the last uh, two weeks. Just plummeted. I mean, I was getting single posts, 20,000 views, whatever. Now down to 100. I know because I've seen this before. Uh, so you cannot trust Facebook. You cannot trust Instagram. You cannot trust YouTube. Now, uh, after all of the Twitter files have been released, they got a new lefty in charge of Twitter. Very disappointed. Uh, they appear to be uh, limiting conservative speech again. So I'm not going to pay $8 a month for it. Yeah. Not going to do it. You can't make me. We've seen a lot of jackbooted thuggery by uh, the federal government, the IRS, the DOJ, going after a pastor for protecting his son outside of an abortion clinic from a, an old man who tried to uh, hurt his son, uh, giving him a pre-dawn raid with dozens of agents. Then also the arrest of Peter Navarro and other Trump officials that could have been done at their office, but they chose to do it in high-profile like locations. Uh, Roger Stone, they even brought in uh, uh, amphibious units behind his house. It's sickening. It's just sickening. And then Donald Trump, with all the agents of the Mar-a-Lago raid, even though he said, hey, man, they came and visited him and 
February, saw the saw the uh, the documents and uh, said, hey, yeah, just go ahead and lock him up, Mr. Trump, and all of that will be cool. And then they do a surprise raid on him and uh, demand all the lawyers leave and all the all the videotape. He demanded the tape being turned off. Th- that's what's so funny. They're saying, well, Donald Trump tried to destroy the tape. No, the DOJ suge- said, turn off the cameras. And the people who were at the Trump's Mar-a-Lago said, no, nah, you know what, screw you. So there's that. There's that. And that's how the DOJ and the IRS and the FBI have been doing things. But now and apparently in Marion County, Kansas, they're doing the same thing. The top cop, the sheriff, Gideon Cody, was being investigated over claims of sexual misconduct before the entire police force raided the newspaper, the Marion County Record, leaving the owner, Joan Meyer, 98 years old, feeling terrorized before she died mid-sentence. So, Joan Meyer, who co-owned the paper, died the day after the raid, having told the Wichita Eagle, these are Hitler tactics and something has to be done. Her son, Eric Meyer, said his mother was devastated at the seizure of computers and servers from the Marion County Record Office. The police department claimed the raid was carried out because they had concerns. I'm going to talk like a stupid hick, uh, small-town sheriff like Roscoe P. Coltrane, although Roscoe P. Coltrane was at least kind of good, per- good-hearted person, and his buddy Enos, you know. So the uh, police department claimed the, the, his, the raid was carried out because they had concerns of identity theft after the newspaper obtained evidence of a possible liquor license violation. But the news operation was sure the raid was due to their investigation of Gideon Cody, the sheriff. Now, he became the sheriff of American, Mario, Marion County uh, Police Department in late April after leaving the Kansas City Police Department uh, amid allegations of sexual misconduct. So there's there's that. So he apparently did something in Kansas City, and he left, and he went over, and he and he started working in Marion County, and the Marion County newspaper decided they were going to look into this, and and apparently uh, they uh, went in with shock and awe tactics that ultimately ended up killing somebody. So uh, that's what, apparently what happened. Cook took the job after retiring as a captain in Kansas City, Missouri, where he worked for 24 years. Uh, Cody had retired from his last police job to avoid demotion over sexual misconduct allegations. And uh, they decided to raid the uh, the newspaper. They decided to go in there. The co-owner of the local newspaper died. John uh, Mayer, uh, no, Joan Mayer collapsed and died following the intense press, stress, and grief she felt when her home was raided by the entirety of the, American, of the Marion Police Department in Kansas. The elderly woman who co-founded the newspaper with son Eric was subjected to the raid by five officers, two sheriff's deputies Friday. Caused her to be stressed beyond her limits, overwhelmed by hours of shock and grief. Eric has bashed the officers for the Gestapo tactics in an attempt to seize information that hadn't even gone to the presses. Miss Mayer could not eat or sleep after the traumatized hours-long ordeal. She was crying when the police raided her home and took her Alexa smart speaker and died one day later. Sounds a whole hell of a lot like what's coming out of our DOJ, don't it? Going after CRT parents and stuff. The raid occurred after a source leaked sensitive documents to the newspaper about local restaurant terror Carrie Newell that could have got her liquor license revoked. Well, that's big enough to get the whole police department to raid the place. Not the police chief, 
getting fired in Kansas City for sexual, uh, ir- you know, sexual impropriety. Carrie Newell then accused the newspaper of illegally getting her personal data, prompting the search, right? Announcing the woman's death, the newspaper website said she had not been able to eat after police showed up at the door of her home. Neither was she able to sleep Friday night. She tearfully watched during the raid as police not only carter carter away her computer, but also dug through her son Eric's personal bank and investment statements. They took equipment, computers, and phones. The search warrant from the Marion County Record Office and said officers were allowed to seize digital communications, computer software, and items containing passwords or access codes during the raid. Sounds exactly like Mar-a-Lago, don't it? It really does. Here, here is Eric talking about his mother being uh, ostensibly murdered by the police. It, it's just dreadful tradition, dreadful precedent that it might be setting for journalism in this country. Oh. I mean, the fact that it happens at a little weekly news. Well, what about the IRS going after Matt Taibbi after he testified in front of Congress? What about that? What about the IRS going to Matt Taibbi's home after he testified before Congress? Isn't that kind of interesting? Paper. Uh, and maybe they think that they could go to a little weekly newspaper and get away with it and intimidate it. They didn't count on the fact that the little weekly newspaper has a backbone. I digress just a little bit and say that the police chief. It may also have been an attempt to get information because we had been investigating the police chief. And let me digress just a little bit and say that they seized the computers, my computer, yep. one reporter's computer, and another reporter's computer. Mm-hmm. The second reporter's computer was the one who had been investigating the police chief. Yeah. She just happened to have been sick the week that all these documents were downloaded. Wasn't even there. So she couldn't have even been part of it if she'd wanted to. She wasn't in the office. If they thought we improperly admitted it, what do they need to need to raid our computers? Yeah. Uh, do they think that we did something else? And I don't know where they've got this evidence from. Wow. I don't think they have it. Yeah, the search warrant for the. Uh, Record office said officers were allowed to seize digital communications, computer software, and items containing passwords, uh, cell phones of staff staff members. Uh, servers, computers, the whole deal. Didn't bother with Hillary Clinton's server in her house. She was just able to wreck it. And uh, Danny Karen, an adjunct professor at Ohio State University, Moritz College of Law, said the raid was chilling and unprecedented, like a scene out of 1945 Nazi Germany. So a lot of that 1945, uh, or whatever the hell, Nazi Germany stuff going around, isn't there? A lot of that going on, trying to shut people up. It's just kind of, kind of crazy. Oh, it's time for this. Do you, you guys want a uh, Catch the Stupid update? I think you want to catch the stupid update. So without further ado... Stupid, 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 people, people, people. Just plain stupid. Stupid as stupid does, Miss Blue. Who got stupid? So uh, it looks like uh, America's um, uh, blue cities, whatever, they're, they're, they're not blue. They're Democrat-run cities, and they're being driven into the pits of hell. New York City, Seattle, Portland, uh, St. Louis, which East St. Louis has been that way for 50 years, San Francisco, I can go on and on. And now Massachusetts, the governor, is asking residents to house migrant families amid the growing shelter crisis. You know why? The Democrat Party created the uh, the migrant crisis. And, and uh, Greg Abbott in Texas and Ron DeSantis in Florida, their plan is working beautifully. They're sending migrants to these uh, sanctimony cities like New York City, and they're understanding now that uh, this is what the border cities have been going through for a very long time, and it's doing a face plant. 
So the governor said anywhere between 10 to 30 migrant families are coming into Massachusetts. There are 40 hotels across the state helping to house them. But the government is now pleading to help from the federal government. Here's what you do. Shut the damned border down and say you can't stay here because you're an illegal. And since you walked from South America, I'm sure you'd be able to walk back to the southern border and cross on your own. How about that? You don't go to Mexico and say, hey, uh, you know, instead of doing a vacation this year, I thought I'd just sneak across the border and have you put me up in a really nice hotel and feed me three meals a day. How well do you suppose that would work out? Governor Healy says close to 5,600 families currently housed. That number is 80% higher than a year ago. Massachusetts is the only state in the country with a right to shelter law that guarantees homeless families access to emergency shelters. Uh, she says Massachusetts has been 40, spending $45 million a month to help assist these people. And now she's asking the people of Massachusetts to bring in illegals without documentation and no knowledge of their criminal past to live in your house. I know, it's a pretty cool idea. This is how Democrat ideas uh, do a face plant. Their economic ideas, their defund the police ideas, they're all just giant pieces of garbage that ultimately fail. And, and again, I'm very grateful to see defund the police has caused the collapse of these cities, and, and the open border is, is doing the same. But the, ma- the, the governor of, uh, of Massachusetts, you Massachusetts folks, listen up. She says, most importantly, if you have an extra room or suite in your house, please consider hosting a family. Housing and shelter is our most pressing need and become a sponsor family. I want to do what they do in New York. I mentioned this earlier. In New York City, they're building a, a shelter. It's going to cost like uh, 20 million bucks a month. And it's, it's basically you had a bed and your meals, and it's going to cost taxpayers $10,000 per illegal. Now, I had mentioned earlier also, there are some agencies and... Uh, non-government agencies that are raking in, I mean, billions of dollars with uh, uh, no-bid contracts to house illegals. So they're getting super-duper-duper-duper-duper-duper rich. And wouldn't you house aliens for $10,000 a piece? Wouldn't you? And so I suggested, my wife's got a she-shed. We had a little flooding issue. We're drying out the carpet. And I would be more than happy to invite a family of five or six illegals to live in my wife's she-shed for $10,000 a month Per person. In fact, I will even give the state of New York a great deal. I'm going to house each of those illegal immigrants, aliens as we used to call them, for only $8,000 a month apiece. So I'll do $48,000 a month for the lot. Okay? I'll even, even throw in another one just absolutely free. And I'll even put a portage on out there in the yard. I'll, I'll clean it out when it needs to be cleaned out. And I'll provide a basin that you can brush your teeth in. I think it's a pretty good idea. And uh, you might as well take advantage of that. Because uh, it isn't remarkable that the politicians who screw you over end up coming to you for help. And what I would do is, if I was a Massachusetts resident, I'd say, nah, it's your problem. Uh, Deal with it. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. There's an old song for you. I'll bet you don't know what it is. Maybe you do. 1989, that is the cult. The song is Love Removal Machine. Oh, you knew it. I know you did. 
Uh, you've, you've got a, a person here who has spent uh, over 20 years in music radio, so uh, that's why you're going to hear all sorts of uh, music on the show. Music is a big part of my life, and and I love it, and it buoys me. It buoys me. It really, really does. There's some songs right now that are really buoying me and making me feel better about life. Uh, there's this this wonderful song that uh, 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 Oliver Anthony came up with called Rich Men North of Richmond. Apparently, National Review has gone after him. For uh, for the movie, I don't know why, because it's a you know it's a it's a story about about uh, what Americans are go through. And he's got a, another song. It's called "I Got to Get Sober," and uh, that entered the top ten iTunes. Uh, Rich Ben North of uh, Richmond is uh, beating Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, and Morgan Whalen. And this this is the reason why. I'll just play a little bit of it if you haven't heard it. I've been selling my soul, working all day. Overtime hours for bullshit pay So I can sit out here and waste my life away Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to For people like me, people like you Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is Yeah, because the Biden administration, every day you wake up, it's like Groundhog Day and you see the same bleak outlook. This is uh, Senator John Kerry, who's awesome, talking about Biden's Bidenomics, which is caused, by the way, an 11% increase in homeless people just, in the, just this year alone. Bidenomics is pretty simple. It's just bigger government, more spending, and uh, higher prices. And in, I've said this before, at least in Louisiana, inflation is gutting my people like a fish. Um, my people are getting really good at barely getting by. Yeah. And in, a, yeah. in America, you, you shouldn't have to take an early distribution from your retirement account or sell blood plasma in order to go to the grocery store. And President Biden is, is out there saying prices are high and your 401k is crashing because the economy is so good. Yeah, yeah. Nobody believes it. Nobody believes Bidenomics because they can see it, because they deal with it every day. They deal with it every single day, and it's a gut punch every day to people who had a rock-solid job, were able to get by three years ago, and now have got to take up second job. I can go on and on about it. Just the way. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> I have been there. Trust me. Look what's trending on uh, X today. Twitter. It's Twitter. Civil War. Also, Trump for prison 2024. Of course, that's going to be a bunch of snarky libs. Civil war is uh, trending. And, and this is what the, the left, and this is what MSNBC literally is, is they're talking about it. We're not ta- you and I aren't talking about it. Because uh, all we care about is, is making sure the elections are rock solid, keeping Donald Trump from being persecuted, uh, and this nonsense, kangaroo nonsense, third world banana to keep you from voting. To keep him from not being the president. You know, that's all you care about. They're the ones who are starting this. They're the ones. The reason these indictments, they're here to not only prevent him from running, to incite you and me to hit back. And you know what? You got to keep your powder dry and you got to stay cool. Uh, and, and if something did happen, you're messing with, with people who uh, the lion's share of the military are behind. And also, uh, we got about a half a billion weapons. So that ain't going to happen. There's not going to be a violent civil war. They're going to they, they're try and push us that way. Joe Biden has done his level best to make us all mega fascists and enemies of democracy. 
We aren't going to do that. Good is going to win without that. Absolutely 1,000%. We are going to win, and you've got to keep your chin up. You've got to keep your chin up, or you're just going to get all bummed out, and that's not any good. Let's take a break, come back, wrap up the show. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, stay resolved, stay positive if you, if you can. Good will win. Check out the podcast, Newsmax.com slash listen. And until tomorrow, do not catch the stupid. I'll see you then.